What's up, what's up, awesome, loved, and valued people. I am so thankful that you have joined me today on the Have You Heard podcast. I am your host, Emma Mae McDaniel, and I am really, really excited because we are just walking through one of my favorite psalms ever today, and the Word of God brings life and refreshment and wisdom. So I'm excited just to sit in the Word with y'all today. So friends, grab your headphones and let's get into the Word. So we're going through one of my favorite Psalms and that is Psalm 16. It's literally just 11 verses. So today's episode, I get really excited. So it may or may not be long, but I feel like it's going to be a little bit shorter of a podcast, but I don't believe that's going to take away it being a powerful podcast, it being a weighty podcast, because friends, God's word is so good. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be doing this podcast and be a part of your life in this way, because I want you to know, like, I grow so much in my walk with God through this podcast. I grow just in like, as I'm reading the word, I'm encouraged in my faith. And, and I know that the word of God is life changing. The word of God, like I said, brings, it's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And it's profitable for teaching and correcting and rebuking and training in righteousness. It literally equips us for every good work. And so I hope that you're also so encouraged in your faith as you hear the word of God. It's have you heard, have you, have you heard faith comes by hearing that is hearing the word about Christ. So maybe encouraged in your faith today as we just go verse by verse in Psalm 16. So verse one, David starts off. This is Psalm on David and he says, keep me safe, O God, for I have come to you for refuge. There are so many different spaces that we could go and try to find refuge. In other words, try and find safety, try and find comfort, try to find contentment. But ultimately, it leaves us unsatisfied, whether it's the approval of people or it's like I'm wanting to find contentment in a boyfriend or it's like having this title um, or position at my job or having X amount of money in my bank account or like there's so many different things. Maybe we're, we're finding our identity and how many things we're a part of, how many clubs, how many sports teams, like all of these different things. Like there's so many ways that we try and find contentment or even this may sound like really like an oxymoron but I think sometimes I found myself doing this like I try to find refuge or peace by worrying about things it's almost like sometimes I think if I just think about this for one more hour or if I just mull over this a little bit and look at it at this angle one more time then maybe it'll help me find peace and it it never works that way. Worrying does not add a single hour to my life. And so I just love here that David is like, Lord, I come to you for refuge. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Where is my contentment? Paul said that I found the secret to being content. It is that I can do all things through Christ. 
I love in Psalm 73, I've been in the Psalms a lot lately, and in Psalm 73, literally the first 14 verses is the psalmist just like really wrestling with doubting God. He's confused. He's just on the struggle bus. And then in verse 15, he starts to shift his tone in the psalm, and he starts to say, But then I went into the sanctuary of my God, and it was there that I found understanding. And he goes on to say, It is good for for me to be near God. Isn't that beautiful? He, He decided to go to the Lord in the midst of his struggle. And it was there that he found belonging, he found goodness, he found understanding. David here is saying, I have come to you for refuge, God, because I know it's in you I'm actually going to find the contentment I'm looking for, the peace I'm looking for, the confidence I'm looking for, the purpose I'm looking for. I come to you, God, for refuge. I said to the Lord, you are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. I love that verse so much. Every good thing I have comes from you. It's like what James writes to the church whenever he literally says, our good father, he is the father of lights who gives good and perfect gifts. Every good and perfect gift comes from the father of lights who does not change like the shifting of shadows. It is the Lord in him. He is my good shepherd whom I lack no good thing. I have all that I need. How amazing. Every good thing I have comes from you. That'll bring about a posture of gratitude. I tell you what, that'll bring about a just total perspective shift of, God, thank you. Thank you for the breath in my lungs. Thank you, God, for blessing me to live another day. Thank you, God, for my family. Thank you, God, for food on my table. Thank you, God, for the birds that I'm getting to hear sing as I walk out my front door. Like I literally, in our front door, not in our front door, if you walk out our front door, we have a little wreath thing on the outside hanging and a mama bird has gone to put her nest right in our wreath and so we have three precious little eggs in the nest thank you god for how like you consider the birds of the air and you provide them a place to stay and this happens to be the wreath of my door (laughs) like every good thing i have comes from god and that also brings about such a spirit of generosity Like, this isn't even mine to, for me to keep and hoard. This is mine to steward for the glory of God. It's mine to enjoy for the glory of God. It's mine to give for the glory of God. It is a gift to me. Every good thing I have comes from you. He says, the godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. I just think about who's influencing your life. Who are your true heroes? Who are the people that you're letting speak most into your life? Who are the people that you're gravitating towards and you're letting shape so much of how you think and how you live, the direction that you're going? I love this. He says, the godly people in the land are my true heroes. It makes me think of Psalm 1. We did a Psalm 1 series at the end of last year and it literally starts off by saying, Blessed is the, is the man who does not walk in step with the wicked 
or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. Like there's, there's blessing in having wisdom regarding who you hang out with. And David here is saying, the godly people in the land, they are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. So good. Troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. I will not take part in their sacrifices of blood or even speak the names of their gods. Man, God alone, the Lord is one. He is God. He is worthy of praise. It is fitting for us to praise him. And I refuse. I think we need to get a little bit of like, I don't know, some oomph in our walk with God regarding having resistance against the things that are not of God. Like, I refuse. I refuse to give entertainment and attention and love for the things that are not of the God whom I've given my heart to. Like that type of stubbornness, like a refusal of, nope, I'm not about that. Nope, I'm not going to partake in that. Nope, because that's not the heart of my God. Therefore, that's not what I'm going to take pleasure in. There's just so much strength in the Lord that comes from having a love for God. My love for God strengthens me to say no to the things that aren't of God. He says, Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. He's a protector. Again, I don't have to hoard the things that he's given to me because the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He's going to guard what I'm supposed to keep. And I trust that. He's, he's going to guard it. He guards all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. And whenever I think about this, the land God has given me, I just think about his presence. That's a constant in my life. How good is it to be near God? That is my pleasant land. Throughout life, we're going to go through lots of different lands. What do I mean by that? We go through lots of different seasons. We go through lots of different relationships. We go through lots of different circumstances. Some really happy ones and some incredibly tough ones. Later in the year, we're going to talk about, we're going to have a series talking about navigating hard emotions and hard things. There's some hard parts of life, but you know what is a wonderful inheritance? What is a constant beautiful thing a good land is the presence of my god that goes with me through it all never does he leave me and never does he forsake me it's a pleasant land in psalm 27 david literally says this is the only thing that i ask god this is the only thing that i seek that i may gaze upon you in your temple and i may delight and meditate on your word like that was the only thing his heart sought after was to be with god And Psalm 84, one of my favorite psalms, I know that this is one of my favorite psalms as well. Psalm 84 is so good. It's literally a whole psalm about how good the presence of God is. It's the same psalm that says, better is one day in your courts, God, than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be the gatekeeper for the house of my God than live the good life in the house of the wicked. How good is it to be near God? That is my pleasant land. 
That is my wonderful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who guides me. I love that I will. I will bless the Lord who guides me. Sometimes you in your own feelings, me in my own feelings, don't want to bless the Lord because it just sometimes our feelings go way against that. Our circumstances beg to differ it. But I love how scripture like says, why are you downcast, oh my soul? Put your hope in God. It's not that I have to pretend like I'm not having a hard time. It's not like I have to pretend that I don't feel the way that I feel. But I'm not going to let those feelings determine whether or not I go to God in trust. But I'm going to go to God with those feelings. I'm going to go to him. I'm going to bless him. I'm going to trust that he's guiding me along the right path for the honor of his name. And he's going to comfort me and counsel me because he's the great comforter and the wonderful counselor in the midst of those feelings that I am bringing to his feet. I will. I choose today, no matter what comes circumstantially, no matter what comes relationally, no matter what comes emotionally, I will bless the Lord who guides me. He guides us, guys. Seek him for his guidance today. One of my favorite, I feel like I'm saying that so much today. One of my favorites. I love the Psalms, apparently. Um, But I love in Psalm 143, where the psalmist says, God, teach me to do your will and may your good spirit lead me on level ground. I pray that probably every day. God, guide me. May your will be done. I'm going to commit my plans to you and I ask that you establish my steps. God, guide me. He says, even at night, my heart instructs me. My God doesn't slumber or sleep, but he watches over me day and night. So the sun will not harm me by day, nor the moon by night. My God is with me all the time. Even at night, my heart instructs me. He says, I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken. Why? Because he's right beside me. It's not that I'm not going to be shaken because I'm in a smooth sailing situation. I could be in the most rocky situation, the most unexpected blindside, so it appeared. I could be in the most difficult circumstances. You may be in the most difficult circumstances right now, but you will not be shaken because the Lord guides you, because the Lord counsels you, because the Lord is with you. He is your constant. His presence is your land. His presence is your wonderful inheritance. And in Him, you will not be shaken. So look to Him. Choose to bless Him who guides you. Choose to trust Him. Go to Him for refuge. Go to Him for safety. Because even in your rockiest, He keeps you steady. I love it. Last night, I even, I was... um reading in scripture before going to bed and I read this verse in Psalm 68 where the Lord says each day I carry you in my arms he's carrying you in his arms friend David continues on and he says no wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice my body rests in safety For you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. This is so powerful, guys, because this is the gospel. You will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. First off, he, (laughs) this is so good. Jesus came. 
He lived a perfect life of obedience and submission to the Father for the glory of the Father and for the joy set before Him of having relationship with you and I. He died a brutal criminal death, criminal's death on the cross. He was buried and three days later, God did not let him rot in the grave. But by God's Spirit, he was raised from the dead three days later. This is so powerful, guys. This is our hope. This is the gospel. You did not allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. And so because of that, God's not going to leave our souls among the dead. Because of that, I have hope beyond this life. Because the same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives inside of me. And if you've surrendered your life to Christ, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives inside of you. And the suffering of today does not even compare closely to the glory that is to come. We have hope in Jesus Christ. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasure of living with you forever. That is our hope. Another version say that you fill me with joy in your presence. In the in your presence is the fullness of joy. No wonder my heart is glad and my soul rejoices because in your presence is the fullness of joy because you won't let me rot in the grave. You won't leave my body among you will not leave my soul among the dead. I will have the pleasure of living with you forevermore, O oh God, because I have the hope through Jesus Christ to spend forever and ever with you. How awesome! Psalm 16. <laughs> I love you guys so much, and I love going verse by verse with you. Feel free, whether you're listening on just audibly, or if you're watching on YouTube, to comment below. Let me know if you enjoy just going through the scriptures like this. Um, I feel like we're having coffee. The only thing that would make this better is if um, we could be sitting across the table from each other. But I love y'all so much. Um, I hope that you're so encouraged and that your heart was just so refreshed and that the Lord met you right where you were through his word. He tends to do that. <laughs> Y'all are wonderful and I will talk to y'all next week. Bye guys.